Greetings, Stay Frosty Parkrunners, and welcome to the 28th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I'm your host, Emu, and I'm going to be here for the next 20 minutes or so to talk about the inspiring rise of prison parkruns and their benefits. I'll also be announcing my star parkrunner of the week, reviewing my featured parkrun, letting you know about any parkrun anniversaries coming up, and, as always, letting you know how we got on in our own parkruns this week. If you're a new parkrunner, or if you've got an achievement you'd, love, you'd like to share, I'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or by sending me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. How did you get into parkrunning? What's your favourite parkrun? Are you getting close to a milestone t-shirt? Have you tried volunteering for the first time? Whatever your interest or story in parkrun, I'd love to be able to share them. Now, if you get regular updates from Parkrun, it's likely that you will have seen the articles about the new prison parkruns popping up around the country. As the name suggests, these parkruns are set up within prisons to encourage inmates to get active and healthy, and the benefits have stretched even further than this. The first one was launched on the 4th of November in 2017 at HMP Haverig in Cumbria. As many articles online will attest, it started with a single email from Shane Spencer. Hi, I'm the gym manager working in HMP Haverig in Cumbria. I'd like to inquire about getting a parkrun event set up inside our prison so that our prisoners can have an opportunity to get involved with this initiative. Hopefully they will then want to access an event closer to home upon their release. Six months later, the first prison parkrun in the world was launched. The parkrun was named Black Coombe after a prominent hill that can be seen from the outdoor sports field where the parkrun takes place. At the first event, there were 24 people taking part and 11 volunteers. Prison parkruns are not attendable by the general public, which is highlighted on the course page, but other than that, the format is kept as similar as possible to parkruns outside of prison. When the inmates are released, they can attend their local parkrun, which helps to reintegrate them into society. Having said that, according to 5krunner.com, there is actually a waiting list of parkrunners who would like to do Black Coombe Parkrun. You need a DBS check, two forms of ID, one with a photo, your national insurance number and proof that you are a regular parkrunner. You're also not allowed to take any technology in with you, so it's a run that you might not be able to record on your Strava or Garmin. There are various testimonials regarding prison parkruns, but one which caught my eye was Alfie's story. Alfie was an inmate at HMP Haverig, where the first parkrun was set up. When Alfie left prison, he gave a letter to a fellow prisoner thanking him for getting him into parkrun and promising to keep it up in the future. He also encouraged parkrun to make his letter public in order to encourage other prisons to start up parkrun events and show the impact that it can have. In his letter, Alfie explains how he felt trapped in a big hole and the only escape from that was drugs. When he went to prison, fellow prisoner Lee told him off, told him that he was worth more, and helped Alfie to get his head back on the level physically and mentally. Alfie went from being the jail junkie to the fittest and fastest man in HMP Haverig. His mental health improved dramatically thanks to fellow inmate Lee, parkrun and run director Shane. 
The first Saturday after his release, Alfie ran at his local park run with his daughter. I mentioned it before, but I'm only too happy to reiterate the mental health benefits of exercise in general, but more specifically in running. As you run, your heart rate increases, cycling more oxygenated blood to the muscles that need them and to the brain, which can help you think more clearly. Running is also stress-relieving and can boost your mood via the release of endorphins which you get from regular running sessions. It builds your confidence. I recently started running up hills, one in particular which gets steeper as you approach the top, and the feeling of satisfaction I got from reaching the top and continuing onwards had me smiling like a lunatic for the next kilometre. It was the sense of achievement at having done something relatively new and completed it in what felt like it was a great time for me. You learn how far you can push yourself, and the more you run, the fitter you get, and the faster and or further you can go. It's amazingly satisfying to look back and see how far you've come and look ahead and wonder how much further you can go. Another inmate was quoted as saying, It's a chance to feel human, to see the sky properly, some of the landscape and smell the turf. It feels amazing. It really picks me up. All the park running inmates that were asked at this particular interview said the biggest benefit they felt was the improvement in their mental health, the freedom and the feeling of inclusion. It's also helping prisoners to feel more connected to their families. When they're running on a Saturday morning, their families are also running at their local event outside of prison. Parkrun is not a solution to all the issues plaguing humankind, but it most certainly is a step in the right direction. It's about choosing to do something which could make your life so much better. What would you lose by trying? The first prison parkrun to open in Northern Ireland was in McGilligan Prison, which started up on the 6th of January in 2018. Known as Lower Drummond's Parkrun, there have now been 62 events here. Mr Milling said of setting up this parkrun, McGilligan is particularly community-facing, and we're looking to try and break down those, down those barriers to help people resettle. By creating parkrun events inside prisons, you can create a sense of community bit between inmates who may otherwise isolate themselves. Incidentally, Tommy Fee, who set out on a mission to complete all the parkruns in Northern Ireland, completed the set on the 2nd of June in 2018 when he was invited to Lower Drummond's. Afterwards, he spoke with the prisoners and staff and praised them all for making the first Northern Ireland prison parkrun such a success. Overall, I think prison parkruns are a fantastic way to try and help rehabilitate anyone serving a sentence behind bars. It's a very non-intimidating scheme, so even for people who may not want to attend the gym, it's a good way to get outside once a week, to have a time out and to have a bit of a de-stress. If you'd like to know more or donate some clothes to a prison parkrun, I'll be putting all the links I've taken information from on my Facebook page. And for donations, I recommend getting in touch with your local running club who might be able to give you further information. If you have any comments or stories of your own related to prison park runs or any park run anecdotes, you can get in touch by emailing stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or by leaving a message on the Stay Frosty Park Run Facebook page. Now, this week... It gives me great pleasure to give a special mention and a drum roll to... Jason Frost. That's right, I'm taking advantage of my position as creator, host and editor of this pod to plug my lovely husband who this week completed his 50th park run at South Norwood. 
Just over a year ago, he had never run five kilometres before in his life, and today he ran the entire course, finishing in under 28 minutes. Well done, my love. Your motivation has been truly inspirational. Do you know someone with a milestone coming up? Or someone who has achieved a new PB? Or someone who is completely new to Parkrun and you'd like me to give them a mention? I'd love to hear your nominations via the email or on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. Now, this week it was tricky to pe pick a featured park run, because naturally I would like to pick a prison park run as a tribute to this week's topic, but the course details on their park run pages are pretty much non-existent due to the fact that they are located inside a prison. So I've actually picked Black Coombe Park Run, which was the first park run inside a prison, and I may be a little scant on some of the details, so you have to forgive me for that. But the course here is eight flat loops of the prison field, and the participants work get a wristband for each lap of the course they complete to keep count. With a shorter lap, everyone can see each other all the way around the course, which is good for encouraging cheers and banter as everyone goes round. Recently, there have been between 10 and 12 volunteers and between 15 and 20 runners each week. The highest attendance was 31, which happened on both the 2nd of December 2017 and the 21st of April in 2018. The first run was on the 4th of November in 2017, which means that there have now been a total of 73 events here. This is a closed park run as it's located inside a prison and isn't open to the general public. But as I've mentioned, there are people who have run here from outside of prison, as long as they can adhere to the specified rules of the prison. This was the first parkrun to start a new genre of parkrun events behind bars. These events are working towards improving the mental and physical health of some of the more deprived and vulnerable sections of society, which is one of the key goals of the parkrun organisation. And now it's time to celebrate the upcoming Parkrun anniversaries. This week we're kicking off with Hazelwood Parkrun, Mole Valley Parkrun and Victoria Dock Parkrun, which Jay and I recently visited, all of which started on the 17th of March in 2018 and will be celebrating their first anniversaries soon. Then it's straight to Bedgebury Pineton Parkrun and Dolby Forest Park Run, who will both be celebrating their third anniversaries after starting on the 19th of March in 2016. Croxteth Hall Park Run started on the 14th of March in 2015, which means they will soon be celebrating their fourth anniversary. And Canterbury Park Run has got a fifth anniversary coming up after starting on the 15th of March in 2014. Mulbarton and Eglinton Park Run both had their first events on the 16th of March in 2013, which makes this year their sixth anniversaries. Both Sedgefield Parkrun and Netley Abbey Parkrun have seventh anniversaries coming up. Their start date was the 17th of March in 2012. Concord Parkrun started on the 19th of March in 2011, making this year their eighth anniversary. And finally for this week, Kingston Parkrun will be celebrating their impressive ninth anniversary as they start on the 20th of March in 2010. Congratulations to all the park runs with upcoming anniversaries. And finally for this week, it's on to our park runs. As you may have worked out, Jay and I both ran at South Norwood today on a breezy and slightly wet park run course. 
where they also smashed their attendance record by having 300 runners show up, versus the previous record of 180. Today, the Croydon Harriers and the Striders of Croydon had a friendly face-off, as well as a number of church runners also coming along to this event. Despite the numbers, it still didn't feel too crowded and people soon stretched out, which allowed everyone to jostle into their appropriate positions. Jay started off so quickly that I actually struggled to catch up with him, but he feels like he may have paid for this a little later, as he lost a little more time on his second lap, but still managed to finish with his trademark sprint finish. He completed the 5k in 27 minutes and 54 seconds today, keeping his record of sub-30 finishes going. I'm pleased to say that Tooting Common Parkrun did change his time last week, so it ended up being under 30 minutes, which was all he wanted. I indulged a little this week by purchasing myself another fitness tracking device. Now, I'm, if I'm honest, all I was really looking for was a watch with a big display and a countdown timer. What I ended up getting was a cheap £35 smartwatch, which has a countdown timer, but also vibrates when I get a message or a phone call or whatever I want to choose. I'm not totally convinced on the accuracy of it, but it also takes my heart rate throughout the day and more frequently when I'm in running mode. So now I'm trying to get used to wearing a watch again after so many years without one. But what it did enable me to do was to set the countdown timer for 25 minutes when I did the park run so that I could see how far from the finish I was when I got to zero. What actually happened was the watch vibrated about two-thirds of the way around my second lap, so I thought I was running slower than it felt, and that, and because of that I actually eased up, uh, knowing that I wouldn't break my PB today. However, what I then realised a bit too late was that the vibration was actually the shorter vibration to indicate that my heart rate had gone over my specified level. When the countdown timer did get to zero, it was too late to make up the time, but I did put every last bit of energy into the finishing straight and finished 13 seconds slower than my PB. Today my time was 26 minutes and 23 seconds, which I'm still happy with, but I feel like I can go a little quicker than that. And that about wraps things up for this week. A quick mention on my training schedule, I am managing to keep up with it. I might have moved things around a little bit to make it work with my schedule a bit better, but I have ticked off everything for this week. As always, I'd love to hear about your parkrun stories or anecdotes so that I can share them on my pod. You can email me on stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or get in touch via the Stay Frosty Facebook page. Next week, I'm going to take a look at the new parkruns what you need to do to set up your own, what new park runs are there on the scene at the moment, and park runners who like attending the first events of new park runs. All that remains is for me to hope that you've all had great park runs this week, wish you all a good week, and say thanks for listening, Stay Frosty Park Runners. I'll see you all next week. Yeah.